This is the muster on Hokanui with Andy Muir. I did have another song lined up, but it was absolute tripe. So, um, Sex Appeal, I went with Jerry, Ref- Jerry Rafferty. I'll say that five times after a couple of points. And Baker Street, one of the all-time saxophone classics. Catching up now with Andrew Welsh out of Twin Farm Genetics, the home of Teflon. Snow, how sigs? Yeah, always a great day up here in the Waimea Valley, Andy. Thanks. Um, yeah, another day without a frost this morning, so... Um, yeah, sun's out and hopefully we'll get those soil temperatures ticking along again. Now, did you get those frosts over the last few days or was it just that freezing fog? Uh, no, we had frost underneath it as well, so um, it certainly would have knocked the soil temperatures back. I haven't actually heard what they are, but um, yeah, there was some pretty good frosts that got locked down underneath the fog and we, we managed to not see the, the sun there for a day or two as well, which um, yeah, it really cheers you up when you get those sort of days. Yeah, I talked about it the other day, a few years back now. Um, we had about a run of about a week where we just had pea soup frog and f- frog try fog in front of in front of you, and you just couldn't see anything really. It was hideous. No, that's right. And um, like usually we can um, get up the hill and get above it, um, but yeah, certainly we haven't been able to do those last couple of days. It just seems to be thick all around. Getting into winter mode pretty good now, I'd imagine. Yeah, we are. Yep, yep. We've got the ewes busy adjusting on the crops. Um, we've still been getting fantastic grass growth and um, getting around trying to eat off some of the barley stubbles before they yellow off with these frosts. Um, but, yeah, certainly ewes are going on kale, getting the lines cut on them and getting them going through. So we've just mustered the last mob of ewes off the hill this morning, actually. Um, brought them down. We'll pull the rams out and any ewes that aren't um, just hacking it quite as good, anything a bit lighter, and then we'll get them adjusted onto some kale. Yeah, it's incredible the growth it's been, hasn't it? Oh, it's unreal, and it saved their bacon again with that, that other late dry. Um, yeah, again, if we'd gone into a normal season, middle of May, it stopped and growing, um, we'd be, yeah, it should be a different picture. Yeah, because I remember talking to you not that long ago, and down the Waimea Valley, um, you said you say yourself how dry the situation was, but uh, yet again, were you guys there, perfect case in point, and even Nigel Woodhead, talking to him last week, the way that he's greened up there in South Otago, which is two of the pressure points where the dry weather occurred, is that the way things have actually come away not too badly? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's been really good, actually, and um, yeah, well, the stock are taking on good condition. So we're just in that sort of, that, that cruisy lead into winter mode, I suppose you call it, where the pressure's off, we can see a feed budget, we've got feed in front of us. Um, so yeah, we're just ticking along and getting a few things. We've still got to bring some cows down and we'll give them a lice treatment and a few wee jobs like that to get ticked off and a few deer to drench. But other than that, um, we're ticking along pretty good. You have plenty of good feed up on the hill as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, we have, yep. That's a, the thing with up there is it uh, certainly holds on a bit longer. Usually the soil temperatures stay through a bit longer and get a bit more growth there too. Do you have any concerns with toot on the hill? No, no, touch wood. We don't have any of that on our place. Um, not that I've found anyway. But yeah. I hear it's some pretty nasty stuff. It can be very nasty stuff too, and as well it's frost-related as well. And um, today we're going to talk um, about health and safety plans on farm snow. You think it's relevant to bring this up? Yeah, well, uh, funny you mentioned, Andy, um, I think about the day after I was talking to you last on the radio, um, one of our staff members that we've had with us um, for about five years, uh, just yeah, we're going along mustering out some deer and rolled the uh, the four-wheeler, um, just decided if he was following the track and he thought he'd take a wee shortcut up the fence line and just in the conditions that it's been a bit greasy and that and rolled the bike and ended up getting airlifted out to uh, Dunedin. So um, just a good reminder, just um, keep those health and safety plans up to date. Um, yeah, and just make sure all your staff get home safe. We're, we're very lucky that we happened to be there at the time and um, working together and sort of 
we didn't see it happen, but we were there and, and pretty much on, on point for getting there to figure out why he wasn't sort of coming out the other side of the, the ridge where he was meant to be. Um, yeah. So a very timely reminder. A very timely reminder, especially with a lot of farms at the moment getting new, sna- new staff on board, especially in a dairy sense, just to go over the health and safety plan, go along and show them the hazards that are in paddocks. I mean, once upon a time, it was called a common sense, oh, she'll be right, just go out there and you'll be sweet. But that no longer applies. And basically, it's rule of thumb, you don't go and get them to go anywhere where you wouldn't sit there and think twice yourself. Yeah, and just um, one of those issues with the, the helmets, I suppose that's one thing that we've never really enforced with staff quite so much. Um, we've always had them available. I know myself wearing them, that, that becomes one of those monotonous jobs. But um, you understand from... Um, from, for staff and, and from WorkSafe that they are a requirement um, sort of vehicles. So, yeah, let's make the effort and get them on. Prevention over cure situation. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and it's just a really relevant point as well, like you say, just in winter time, um, winter driving conditions as well. Just be aware of it. Black ice on roads. We're starting to get a few frosts. And it's just stating the obvious for sure, but I think we just can't really regard it um, highly enough, just driving conditions this time of year. That's right, yep. And you always think, like, it's been dry and uh, we've been able to get around plenty of places, but now we've got that moisture and starting to get those frosts, um, you're right, it just makes conditions that much more dangerous. So just be aware of those and and let your staff know if if you think it's not safe somewhere, it's not worth it, just leave the bike and get off and have a walk. Just to finish up, mate, uh, the rest of the week, everything's just pretty much getting into winter routine? Yeah, it is really handy. Yep, as we say, we're getting into those kales, um, some deer to come up and drench. Um, Dad's actually away up to the, the field days, so it'll be his first time going up there to Mystery Creek, so it should be something different. Yeah, no, there's a few people going up there for the first time as well, so that'll be a great week heading up there tomorrow afternoon. The muster coming there Wednesday to through to Friday, uh, so looking forward to it. Hey, Snow, we'll let you carry on, but we do appreciate your time. And Twin Farm Genetics, a home of Teflon, being involved with the muster, and Hokanui supporting the long-range forecast. We do appreciate it. No, sounds great, Andy, and uh, good luck with winter for everyone. Andrew Welsh there out of Twin Farm Genetics. Before we wrap up for the hour, we'll go up to Garston, catch up with Thomas O'Brien.